Welcome to the Only Child Diaries podcast. I'm your host, Tracy Wallace. Have you ever felt like you didn't receive the how-to brochure on life? That you didn't get enough guidance about major life issues? So did I. You don't have to be an only child to feel this way. In my podcast, we'll explore some of the best ways to better navigate adulting while doing so with humor and light. Welcome, everyone, to the Only Child Diaries podcast. And the last thing I want to do is enter into a conversation about my day with somebody that I don't know. That's what a therapist is for. (laughs) Okay. Happy New Year, everyone. What are your plans? What are your dreams for 2023? What are you happy to leave behind in 2022? Today, I want to talk about some of my favorite pet peeves. What are pet peeves anyway? I always wondered growing up when I heard this term, what did it really mean? Pet? It sounded like a good thing right? I liked pets. (laughs) Was it like a teacher's pet? Little did I know. So when I say favorite pet peeves, it makes it sound like the things you love. To hate. (laughs) And I guess to a certain extent that's true. Before we get started, I want to ask a question that I've been wondering about. Everybody talks about pet peeves, but I'm wondering, why are there never just peeves? If pet peeves are the ones that you really love to hate, why aren't there just other things that are just annoyances? And why aren't there just peeves? (laughs) In putting together this episode, I did a search online for pet peeves. And there are several lists of the top pet peeves. The top 50? Yes, I found that. I even found one of the top 75 that someone put together. 75? Yikes, that's a lot. I don't have that many. (laughs) In looking over the lists, it felt like sometimes things were just ironic. I was reminded of Alanis Morissette's song, Isn't It Ironic? Okay, here's an example of what I mean. One was being in a public bathroom stall and finding it's out of toilet paper. Yeah, I guess that counts on both scores. Now, in looking at lists, I realized that some things in life could be considered pet peeves that I didn't even realize are pet peeves. Like number 69 on a particular list, unsolicited advice. Yeah. Okay. I know. I really don't appreciate unsolicited advice. For sure. Some people think that just because they know me, or even if they don't know me, Their advice is golden. 
Do you know people like that? <laughs> Did I ask for your advice? No. I'm okay solving my own problems. Maybe it's an only child thing. Or maybe it's not. And if I don't know you that well, then keep it to yourself. Because if I don't know you, then you don't know me. And your advice is probably not going to be helpful. I'm not saying that one in a hundred times I won't get something valuable in this way, but it's usually a waste of both our times for sure. Number 52 on the same list men who consistently talk over women. Who do you think wrote this list? This one made me laugh. And here, I just thought this was under the category of bad manners or male ego. Enough said. Let me just add that not all men talk over women. But when you find one, it's pretty annoying, right? And to be fair, there are plenty of women who talk over women or Women, I guess, who talk over men. One more, number 46. Drivers who don't use their turn signals. No, that's just being in California, or so I'm told. One that is on all the lists and is definitely on my list is tailgating. I don't like to be tailgated. Does anyone? I've never really liked it, but I especially don't like it after we were rear-ended by a drunk driver. I've been rear-ended several times, not just by a drunk driver, and I really don't like to be tailgated at all since that first time I was hit from behind. So when you're tailgating somebody, I understand if it's an emergency, right? And you're trying to get around to get somewhere in a hurry. I mean, I've been there. Like, say you're a doctor. Okay, I'm not a doctor. But say you're a doctor and it's a life or death kind of thing. Or someone you know is in the ER and they've told you, get here quick. But I would counter that most of the people that tailgate are not in that situation. Now, when I'm on the freeway or I'm on the street and somebody is tailgating me, I've gotten to the point where most of the time I will just pull to the right because it's not worth my aggravation. It stresses me out after all the experiences I've had. But if there's no opportunity for me to pull over, and there's no opportunity for the person to pass me in another lane, the car tailgating me is, hello, not going to make me go faster because I'm not going to speed up to justify or to placate someone who I don't know. I'm just saying. Okay, maybe that's a little passive aggressive. I get it. I can hear you saying that to me right now out there. 
but I'm not going to speed up and drive faster than I normally would to make someone I don't know happy. Plan ahead. It's not really safe to be driving fast anyway, and it's not really safe to be tailgating. Get there safe. One of my pet peeves is about when you're ordering food and you add things onto the dish that you ordered. So let's say you order a sandwich and you want to add avocado. You always get charged extra. I understand that because avocado is a little pricey and they're going to charge you extra for that. It's not like you're adding lettuce. But my thought is that if I'm ordering a sandwich, and let's say there's already bacon on the sandwich, and I don't want bacon on the sandwich, but I want avocado, if I say hold the bacon, they don't give me credit for the bacon. But if I order another sandwich and I wanted to add bacon to it, they would charge me extra for the bacon. So why is it that if I order something that has bacon, and I don't want the bacon, but I want avocado, why do I not get credit for the bacon and I still have to pay extra for the avocado? That's all I'm saying. One of my big pet peeves. (laughs) I almost feel like if I started a movement around this concept, I could change the food industry. Do you hear me, restaurant owners? Do you hear me? Credit for bacon. Credit for bacon. Okay. Now, I've had a cell phone for a long time, and I have a family plan because Bill's phone and several other lines are also on my plan. And once in a while, I have to contact customer service to ask a question. I hesitate to name the company because I love my cell phone company in general, but Contacting customer service can be an absolute nightmare because there's usually a big lag in between getting on the phone with somebody and actually getting to the problem that I have. I mean, I better have about an hour or so to dedicate to it. And I don't think it should really take that long. I've also tried the chat feature on their website or the mobile app, and this isn't any speedier. In fact, sometimes it just takes longer. Usually, the conversation, whether it's live or electronic, starts off with them asking me my name. You know, who do I have the pleasure of speaking to today? Telling me that it's a pleasure to talk to me, right? thanking me for my X number of, you know, being a customer, then asking me how my day is going, something like that. Whereas I appreciate the kindness factor. I do. I would rather just get to the heart of the problem right away. We aren't good buddies. We aren't good friends. We're a company and a customer. Am I wrong here? After I've been on the phone about 30 minutes or so to ask one question, my eyes start to roll back in my head. Okay, the same thing happens when I contact support for 
a certain computer company. Let's face it, it's probably all of them. In fact, just dedicate an afternoon to solving a small problem. Yeah, this is definitely a pet peeve of mine. My next pet peeve comes around every year about this time. It's very timely right now. It's the onslaught of TV shows, commercials, ads, radio spots, etc. about weight loss and exercise programs. Like January 1st is the only time of the year people really think about losing weight. I mean, we're going to see this come up over and over again for at least a few weeks. It's annoying. And while we're on it, New Year's resolutions, I would counter that if you have a goal or a benchmark in mind, you should think about it all year long, not just at the beginning of the year. I'm not sure how many people can actually name their New Year's resolutions, let's say in March or maybe June. Make every day count, not just January 1st. That's my mantra, or one of my mantras. I know, I'm going to sound like a really grumpy person with this last one, but I just want to say there's a lot of times when I will go into a business or get on the phone with a customer service person, and they will look at me, and they will greet me, and they will say, oh, how's your day going? Now, this is all very well and good, but you know there are times when I'm sorry. I just want to be really sarcastic. Or there are times when my day has gone really, really badly. And the last thing I want to do is enter into a conversation about my day with somebody that I don't know. That's what a therapist is for. <laughs> okay. I've tried a variety of answers in this scenario, such as, oh, it's okay. To which people reply, oh, that's great. Or I've tried, well, it could be better. To which they've replied, oh, well, I hope things get better real soon for you. I mean, are we going to start singing Kumbaya together? Now, again, I appreciate the fact that people care enough to ask strangers about their day, but it feels like they're being coached to do this by the people that train them or by their bosses, that this is part of their job. The sarcastic side of me has been in this situation literally at the bottom of the barrel, at the bottom of the pit of whatever day I could possibly have. And I have been asked on days that would make most people cry. So it's occurred to me that at some points, I wanted to say, well, you know, not so good. My best friend died today, just to see what they would say. It really did happen on a day when my best friend died. I mean, how can you really come back from that? How can you really be positive? I know you're just supposed to suck it up and you're just supposed to be like, oh, it's great. And how about you? But, you know, I tend to be more straightforward and more honest with, with my social interactions. I tend to tell it like it is. Now, this does get me into trouble sometimes. Well, 
more than sometimes. Sometimes people don't like the fact that I'm just honest. Maybe I'm too honest. I've tried to temper myself in recent years, but it's a lot harder for me to just gloss over things, especially when I've had a really crappy day. I'm just saying, yeah, that's my pet peeve. Those are some of my main pet peeves, some of the big ones. I'd love to hear about some of your favorite pet peeves. You can comment on our social media, Instagram, Facebook page. I'll post pictures and you can write write something up there. But in the meantime, I want to wish everybody a very happy new year, a very happy January. I hope you've all had a great holiday and we're going to continue to move forward with our weekly episodes. And I want to thank again, everybody for listening. And I hope you'll join me next week. If you like this episode, please follow the Only Child Diaries podcast on Apple Podcasts or other platforms you might listen on. And consider rating Only Child Diaries and writing a review. It helps others to find us. Please share it with a friend you think might like it as well. Visit my Instagram page, Only Child Diaries, or Facebook, Only Child Diaries Podcast. Thanks for listening. I'm Tracy Wallace, and these are the Only Child Diaries.